Let's talk about at least 10 ways to stay in the black, avoid being in the red as we supersize, supersizing and growing your business, right? As we're growing our business, there's a lot of ways where our income will go up and down and up and down. Our profits will go up and down. This is an idiom or an expression, a financial idiom or expression for the month of May, money May, that is from the first half of the 1900s. It comes literally from accountants entering data back in the days when they did it by hand, they would do it in pen. And if you were in the black, it meant that your year was profitable or your month or whatever. Or if you were in the red, it meant that you had had a loss for the, the accounting period, usually a year. And even today, as we do our financial statements and, and documentation on the computer, we can select different colored fonts. And I always, since I learned in the olden days, black was good, red was bad, positive and negative, I still will color my financial documents. And if I have a loss or an expense or a negative, uh, a, a withdrawal, I'll put that in red because that is a quick visual way for me to look at and see and keep track of what's going on in my business or my various businesses. So from the accounting terms, now, what are some ways to make sure we stay in the black and get out of the red as quickly as possible or avoid going into the red? Now, if I'm tracking and using red for expenses, it, it, it's not the same as if I'm using it for my overall profitability and financial statements. So let's talk about it as if it's our overall profitability, not just plus and minus and, and uh, expenses versus assets and income, et cetera. So what are some ways that we can make sure we stay in the black and out of the red? Number one, keep detailed records. I guess number one would be get organized. Make sure you're organized. Make sure you have a system and systems for keeping track of everything. I say keep those systems simple because if we complicate things, there's more chances for error. There's more places where we can make mistakes. So have a framework, have an overarching business framework and strategy and system for growth that you're following. But be flexible in that system so that as things change, as things come down the pipe that we probably don't have control of, think COVID pandemic, uh, we're flexible enough with our plans and our goals and our objectives to change and flow and flex with the things that happen in our environment. So get organized, keep detailed records, have a framework, keep it simple, have documented processes and procedures and systems. One of the biggest areas that I've found help myself and my the people I work with in businesses, different businesses across different industries, is to have not only the system, but then have processes and, and procedures that are documented to help us train and coach and teach other people, streamline our processes, make it easier to do those things, bring more people on board to help us as we have those growth spurts in our organization. Uh, be creative, again, be creative and flexible with the way you implement your overarching strategies, right? And your and to get to your overarching goals. Know where you're going, but be really flexible on how you're going to get there. Uh, plan it out. But when things don't work as planned, be willing and able to change. Be, be quick, I guess, quick to change and realize, okay, what's the lesson we learned from that? That didn't work. What can we tweak and change to do what does work? Uh, stay focused on your goals and objectives your vision, your mission, your purpose, what it is that you're creating in your business. Uh, it's easy in this day and age with everybody vying for your attention, our attention, to follow different paths, to get sidetracked, to get pulled off to different directions. 
And that's why it's so important that we have a plan, that we have a course, that we have a goal that we're working toward so that we stay focused because there are so many things vying for our attention. Uh, the, a lot of people like to say, prepare to make sacrifices. Building a business and supersizing your business requires hustle and hard work and sacrifice. I agree. It requires work, effort, and hard work usually for spurts and, and periods of time. Uh, prolonged focus and and hard work will get you burnt out Been they're done that but it's going to require that you're focused that you're dedicated that you're committed that you're consistent that you do the work that's required to create what it is that you want a lot of people call that sacrifice i call it choice if i'm making a choice to do something and to focus on building my business and not spend time um vacationing traveling doing um fun things with my family or my friends, it's because I am making a choice, not because I'm sacrificing it. And I think that that tweak in terminology makes all the difference in our stress level and our emotional uh, mindset, which is so critical to supersizing and growing our business. Uh, I mentioned be consistent. Uh, people need to know both inside and outside of your organization what to expect of you as well as a leader, as well as your company. Who do you serve? How do you serve them? We want to be customer focused, but we're also taking care of the people that are helping us to build our business, right? So we're, we're customer focused. All of us in the organization are customer focused, but our job as the leader is to make sure that we're taking care of our people and being our team focused and in employee focused as well as customer focused. If we take care of our team, they'll take care of our customers. At least that's been my experience. Uh, know what your competitive advantage is. What's your competitive edge? Capitalize on that. If you're not knowing and having one, it's, it's an area that you need to do some work on because in order to supersize and grow your business, you have to have something that you offer the people that you serve better, faster, easier, more efficiently, more effectively than anybody else does. And it might just be the level of, of service and, and attention that you pay to your customers. It can be anything, but whatever it is, it's gotta be something, especially in the noisy world and the environment that we live in these days. Uh, provide great customer service. I think that goes without saying. Um, and then a lot of people will, will tell you, start small and then scale up. But I think you need to have a small focused product line that is the core of your business and then you can test and tweak other things around that, that I call it a value ladder, learned that from Russell Brunson. Around your value ladder, the, the things that you offer people at different tiers in your business, keep that simple, but then play around the edges of that to see what you do wanna add in order to scale up and grow and supersize your business. Uh, so paying attention, keeping records, having a framework that you follow, being customer focused, taking care of your people and the customers, the people that you serve, really knowing what they want and providing that to them is another one too. A lot of times um, when I work with businesses, we see a mismatch between what we're offering and maybe it's just the messaging that we're using to present that to the people that we want to serve. Or a lot of times we're serving the wrong people or our company and as it grows has changed and decided that we want to serve different people. And that means we need to go back to the drawing board and change everything. We need to do our competitive research. We need to analyze the competition. We need to know what's out there in the world that competes for the attention, not just the, the 
dollars of our customers, but their attention. Because if they don't even have extra attention or they can't even see us, they're not going to spend their money with us. All right, love to know your experience with this particular idiom and expression. I have had businesses where I have spent extended periods of time in the red and I don't like the way that feels. And so I am really focused on always keeping my businesses in the black. Even as we start out, we, we bootstrap in the beginning and then we grow and build and supersize so that we can stay in the black. All right. Share your experience with this particular idiom expression. I guess it's really two. It's in the black and in the red are two different ones, but they're so closely related. I thought might as well talk about them together. That's it. I'll see you tomorrow with another financial idiom or financial related idiom for the month of May. If I can help you in any way, ask. Otherwise, be with you tomorrow.